Welcome back to another Creative Studio Productions podcast. I'm John Oni. And I'm Ben Branham. And today we are talking about the poop factory. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but first off, Ben. Yeah. How was your uh how was your time this week? My time this week was good. Yeah. My cousin who I haven't seen in a long time stopped by and we had uh lunch with her and then she ended up staying overnight because she lives up in uh, Grand Rapids? No. Grand Forks? Uh, no, Grand Rapids. You Grand get, Rapids. Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of the town. <laughs> yeah, so she lives kind of far away. So uh, we don't really get a chance to talk to her much and see her. So it was great to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How was your Oh, weekend? man. How was my weekend? Well, um, we spent the time with some family. Nice. Some friends. Uh, went over to their house. And uh, my kids decided to put on a little kid play. Oh, no way. And, uh, awesome. usually I would think that my son, my oldest son, Abe, mm -hmm. he's always talking about like princesses and Barbies and dolls and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but Teddy actually came down out dressed in a princess <laughs> costume and Abe was Thor. That's which amazing. It was amazing because usually I think of them as the exact opposite. Like Teddy wants to be the superhero and yeah. have like the hammer and everything. And uh, Abe would want to be the princess. But uh, no, it was it was pretty funny because it just it threw me for a loop. Yeah. And they're like, hey, can we do a play? And here comes Teddy. And he's got like this long like ponytail <laughs> hair thing with like a tiara and in a pink dress. It's amazing. And then Abe has the Thor costume and like the hammer and Whatever. And, you know, little kids plays are mm -hmm. entertaining. Yeah, they're entertaining. Yeah. yeah they, we'll just leave it at that, mm -hmm. you know. But um, Abe was directing it all. So he, he wow. was kind of after my own heart, like <laughs> being a director and, you know, hey, hey, you go stand over here. And, and Theo's like, I'm the evil princess. <laughs> the and evil princess. The evil princess. <laughs> with, his, with his pink dress and costume on. So it was, it was pretty entertaining that to watch. That sounds amazing. But, you should have filmed it. <sighs> I know I should have filmed it. I mean, for gravity, this is what we do, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would love to show that to their significant others when they grow up. I'm sure you would love to show it. <laughs> I would love to show it to them. But, well, today we are talking about the poop factory. Yeah. And yeah. so we call it the poop factory. Here's why we call it that. And that's because it's actually a biosolids factory that takes a waste, a solid waste and liquid waste out of uh, water that mm -hmm. goes down your drain, goes down your toilet, goes down your shower. And it takes that waste out and turns it into something good. It turns it into fertilizer right. for your crops. And I, from what I understood is that the water that they they separated – Mm -hmm. That goes to the facility that actually filters water out. So they right. are like the first process. Right. Right. Of filtration. Yeah. They're the, they're the first step in the whole yeah. cleaning first the water step. process. Yes. Yep. But like you say, the rest of it's literally poo. Yep. And it's, uh, they use it for, um, fertilizer. Right. And, um, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, using it for, um, different purpose other than just like throwing it away. Right. They can use it as a recycling. Right. They thing. actually give it to farmers. They yep. mix it with some lime mm -hmm. and they give it to farmers and it actually helps their fields to grow mm -hmm. crops. Right. And fertilizes the soil. So right. uh, how did we even get them? Yeah. Like, so, so the reason we're talking about them in the first yeah. place is we got them as a client and they came to us with their big long name and like, we want to make a logo. And we're like, Cool, but that's a really long name. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fit on a logo. Yeah. So, um, 
And we're like, yeah, we can totally help you. This is an exciting project. So John and I got together and we kind of brainstormed like, hey, can we maybe make this really long name shorter? And so we brainstormed some options and we presented those options to them. Yeah, because wasn't it like five words or six words long? Five or six words. Yeah. And we got it down to like three. Three. Yeah. So that was good. And they were, I was very happy that they were receptive to shortening it. Because that made making a logo a lot simpler and um, a lot more effective too. Right. Um, well, I think what people don't understand <clears throat> about like company names and like this was th- we should also explain like this was part of a government entity. Yeah. Um, kind of a local government. Yeah, local government. And when you have such a long name, mm-hmm. one, it's not memorable, and, and two, people don't identify your company with a long name. Right. They might, if, if the, it is a long name, they'll shorten it by just using the initials. Right. Yeah. So I was happy they were receptive to that because it was a mouthful. Right. So, um, so we did that. We presented some options, uh, logo options to them using our name that we came up with. Um, even at first they were a little like, well, we still want to use that really long name. So we can do, can we do initials? And it was like, yeah. Like five or six consonants in a row. I'm like, right. nobody's going to remember this. No. I'm sorry. Um, so they they all agreed. Yeah. And they used the logo. And that was pretty much the end of that project. Right. Um, for a few months. Right. And then eventually, uh, after after we kind of re- helped rebrand mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and everything, they kind of came back to us because they had, and so many times we've, we've, we've encountered this with different companies, is they'll purchase a website. Yep. And they think that uh the people they purchase the website from mm-hmm. not only are going to build them a custom template, but they're going to do all the copywriting, they're going to put in pictures, they're going to do yes, that. And they're so, going to place all the content for them and right. make a website. And and that's not what this company did at all actually. No, and it was a a website company that was focused on small government agencies or government uh identities. Right. Um, and so it was a interesting, um, experience cause yeah. it was kind of a, a mess a bit. Yeah. It was a bit of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. So they came to us and we actually were able to sit down mm-hmm. with their, uh, operations director mm-hmm. and everything. And we kind of had a, a meeting at a small restaurant in a little small town in, yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah. It was, that was, it was a good time. Right. And he was super overwhelmed cause he's like, I, Purchased this website thinking that, again, that they would have content and they would just right. edit it as they needed. Right. And he was like, they, I'm so overwhelmed. This is not what I do. Right. Right. I manage a waste biosolid facility. Right. Um, so. He's like, I'm not the creative type. No. I don't know how to do this. No. Like, I need somebody to do this right. for me. And um, I was super happy to hear that they um, yeah, were so impressed and, and excited to work again with us. Right. They loved their logo and we were able to, to really, we, how would you say, um, make it so the logo was felt earthly. Yes. And had that kind of recycle feel to it. And they really wanted that with their site right. as well. Right. I remember sitting down with him 
uh, at this small restaurant. We're kind of going through our brainstorm and our creative ideas and and whatnot. We we had presented a couple options, but I remember specifically uh, one of the things that he said was uh, one of the negative things mm-hmm. we get about mm-hmm. this uh, <laughs> poop factory, as we're calling it, um, is that people say the town it makes the town smell. Yes. That there's this, a stink to it. This was a huge hurdle that they're trying to overcome because they would get a lot of hate phone calls and emails and be like, yep. these guys are in town. We don't like them. Yep. Yeah. And that actually caused them to like look into that a little bit. And mm-hmm. they actually implemented some strategies. Like I think there was some some sort of – I think it was lime or yeah, something that they were mixing and, yes. and and stuff. So, the, mm-hmm. the smell wouldn't be that great. But he said that's one of the hurdles, like you said, that uh, they were trying to overcome with the town. And so, uh, we were at this brainstorm session and I think um, I had just in a late night um, thought of the, the phrase, uh, you can't polish a turd. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that phrase. Mm-hmm. We've all heard it. Mm-hmm. Um but almost as like, let's flip the narrative yeah. a bit yep. uh, for some of the content because they wanted us to create website content, website copy, um, wanted us to take pictures. We did a video for them. And one of the things that I was like, hey, let's let's take this negative narrative and let's flip it. Yeah. So uh, I think the, the, the main website, the head page says, uh, they say you can't polish a turd. We beg to differ. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. And adding humor and recognizing that they know it doesn't smell pleasant. Yep. Flips it. So, and it diffuses people's yes. um, reaction to it. Right. right? And so, and, and to recognize that it is a recycling process. Right. This is good for the environment. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. Yeah. Because I don't think people really, really knew uh, what they did and that no. was part of the problem is it they is. didn't have a website prior to this they had no website and, no branding yep no branding right. and so people just knew there was this factory out yep. here yep um or recycling plants mm-hmm. uh and it smelled and that's it smelled. what they knew and when they came into town into the farms they knew it was going to be stinky right when they laid down their product on the field it would it would smell bad and and the local residents would have a fit right and so we flipped the narrative on the head mm-hmm. To diffuse mm-hmm. and some of that and educate. Yeah. Um, and we were able to uh, write website copy that did educate people mm-hmm. about what they did. And I will say this. It was interesting uh, walking through the re- website process because we use various website builders. Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, specific website builder that we were using for this one was one we'd never used before. No. Um, it was tailored to small governments. Right. Uh, kind of agencies. And uh, to be honest with you, it was a little bit of a mess, in my opinion. It was 100% <laughs> but, a mess. But that's what they had purchased. That's right. what they were going through. So we had a learning curve, but we said, well, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn this and we're going to help you out. Right. Yeah. And we were able to still utilize the features that they wanted in that site. Like one right. of the biggest things was that was a plus to them was they could upload PDF documents and calendars and they could share that because that was a need that this government site needed. Right. Right. And they wanted to, to send it out to the entire town. Mm-hmm. And so like mm-hmm. you could sign up, I think for uh, what was it, e-newsletters. Right. You could get notifications. They could subscribe to their RS feeds. Mm-hmm. So whenever they did post a file, 
then, you know, people who've subscribed can then get the notification and it will ding them and basically say, Hey, right. there's a new meeting minutes yep. uh, for you to, to check out. One of the things that was really helpful too, for writing content and just wrapping our heads around their company was the facil- uh, lead facilitator guy. He gave us a tour of yes. the plant. Yes. And he's like, this is some of it's not very pleasant. Right. But- I mean, it was very interesting yep. and educational to see what this stuff, yeah, you know, what they did. And Which people w- weren't wrong. It did smell. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it was bad. Like, it, I remember going home from that day yeah, and still smelling still it. Still smelling what? it. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Still on my clothes. <laughs> and I, we were there for what? Maybe an hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it even kind of opened our eyes a bit to what we could do ourselves as, as, a yeah. fam- as families, like, we need to like, because you could see in the water and their filtration, like, yes. hey, this is the plastic that's yep. coming through this and through this yeah. waste. And it's like, it was yeah. eye-opening. Yeah. No, my my family actually completely changed because of this experience I love as it. far yeah. as like yes. our plastic use. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that we saw in, um, what it was, it went through this like, turning process and then they Mm -hmm. filtered out stuff and they put chemicals in it. But once the fertilizer got to the final stage, it was going out to be uh, put into the piles where people could take it and go put, spread it on their fields. Right. But there was these little like dots in there, like green and Mm -hmm. orange Mm -hmm. and red. And I I asked him, I asked Mm -hmm. him, I was like, Hey, what are all those dots? And he said, those are plastic pieces that are impossible for us to get rid of or to right, remove. Right. And that stuck with me yeah. because plastics have carcinogens in them and plastics that go into the soil, who mm-hmm. knows what the plants mm-hmm. are taking up. I'm not a scientist. I'm not claiming <laughs> right. uh, that's happening, right. but it's also plastics going back into our soil that we eat food from is not a good thing. Right. And you always think like, oh, I throw away this plastic. It's going into a fee- like a, a dump site. Right. You don't think of it going into your water. Right. System. Right. And and it does. It does. Absolutely does. So. And it can cause lots of problems for even the uh, facility tra- mm-hmm. treatment place because like we said, they can't filter all of it out. Right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. That was, that was hugely fascinating for me and my mm-hmm. family. Um, we, we went, th- we went through a whole process of, you know, we got cloth bags, we got canvas bags when we go to the grocery store. Uh, we use those reusable bags. We were buying bread from Panera and making them put it into our cloth bag. We were, we, right. our toothbrushes now are like bamboo and boar's hair, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and what, but there's, there's those little changes you can make in your life that can, in the grand scheme of things, is my, is my family, um, not doing plastic going to save the planet? No. But I will say this, we had the largest garbage can that you could get and we would fill that. It would be overflowing every week when the garbage mm-hmm. people would come by mm-hmm. with plastic and waste. Mm-hmm. We now have the largest recycling can and the smallest garbage can. And that smallest garbage can is maybe filled up every two weeks. Yeah. So, awesome. I mean, we've cut our our waste by 80% mm-hmm. all because – of this experience we went through with yeah, this great client, this great client. Yeah. So yeah, it was absolutely fascinating. I want to say, I want to say this too. Mm-hmm. I think um, when we first started meeting with them, they were almost a little uh, shy about what they did. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't 
Like it was slightly humiliating. Yeah, it was a little humiliating. Yeah. And one of the things that we really wanted to highlight is this is this is good work. It's great work. We need this yeah. in our society. It's hugely we need important. This. So the the other thing we put on their uh, website was they're helping grow America mm-hmm. because they literally are. They're fertilizing yes. the ground. Yep. And it was fun to see kind of that um, yeah humiliation mm-hmm. turn almost into some pride in yeah. what they do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, we kind of turned that narrative, mm-hmm. but it, but we also gave them a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. I sense. think, through yeah. what what we provided through mm-hmm. their website. Right. And they loved it. They absolutely loved it. Yeah. It was great. And it was wonderful to work with them. They were an amazing client. Right. I, I hope to work with them again. Yeah. So, that's that's kind of an example of how maybe a client might view their uh, work mm-hmm. as not a failure, but almost not important and we turned it into something that is a success for them you know because that's what this podcast is all about we're talking about Mm -hmm. taking maybe some of our failures and how we've turned those into successes that Mm -hmm. was a previous podcast when we talked about the mug yeah uh but this was really kind of a different failure that was turned into success here's right. somebody who came to us who thought that what they did didn't matter right it was mundane um, it didn't it, matter mundane exactly. it was humiliating and how we made how we made them feel and how they could feel that what they did wasn't humiliating but mm-hmm. they could be proud of it and turned it into success 100 i loved that yeah me so too. is there anything uh that stuck out to you as far as like graphic wise on on their website that no, I mean, really the biggest thing was, again, showing through their logo that they were doing something good for the earth, right? Yep. So, the colors we used, yeah. the font that we used, it was all like, it felt like they were recycling something. They were doing something good for the earth and that uh, that people get could get behind them. Right. You know? And look past the smell. Right. Right. Look past <laughs> so, the smell. So. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's, that was good too, because I, I, their other logo, it was literally just that long name. And it was mm-hmm. like in a very generic yeah, font. Times Roman, yeah. Like it didn't really tell us anything about what they did, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, I think some of the words in it were like, what is that word? And we had to look it up. Right. <laughs> and right. whatnot. Which is so, not helpful either. Right. And so taking not only the, the website and and the video, uh, but also taking the graphic and turning it into something mm-hmm. that they could, the logo mm-hmm. into something that they could be proud of and communicates their purpose, mm-hmm. gave them a sense of pride in what they did. Yeah. And so if we can do that as a company, if we can take, uh, you know, another company's, you know, uh, quote unquote failure and turn it into a success for them, that's a win for them, mm-hmm. but it's also a win for us. Absolutely. And we can feel good about the work they do, we mm-hmm. do, and they can feel good about the work they do. It really comes down to, in, in my opinion, valuing people, mm-hmm. valuing people and what they do. Mm-hmm. Every job is important, Absolutely. no matter how small, right. Absolutely. you know, from the, from the person who is serving chicken at Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. this is not sponsored by Chick-fil-A <laughs> or Chipotle or whatever to right. the, the doctors and nurses in our society, every right. job allows our society to continue, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's one thing uh, that is good about when we come into a, a situation like we did with the poop factory. <laughs> We're just calling it the poop factory. Yeah. It's not really called that. No. But being able to give them a purpose and and that pride is 
mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us mm-hmm. on our Creative Studio Productions podcast. We hope to see you next time. Same great time. Same great place. Bye, everybody. See ya.